Good morning, everyone. This is Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome. How are you feeling today? Happy Wednesday. Life is good. Can't complain myself. You know, uh, we've had beautiful spring weather here. That's been uh, very nice. And, uh, you know, Easter was lovely. What a great weekend. Really beautiful. Caught up with a lot of old friends and just, you know, it was just great. Just had a great weekend. Um, We, you know, my supper club, we hit up uh, Olive and Oak in Webster, Missouri, Webster Groves, uh, St. Louis suburb. It was good. It was good. My favorite restaurant in town uh, is still Planner's House in the city in Lafayette Square. Um, And then very close second is Hamilton's Urban Steakhouse, which I recommend to anybody if you're coming in and that's right across the street from Planner's House in Lafayette Square. So if you're coming in from out of town and you just need some great places to eat, those two I highly, highly recommend um, right off of Shoto. Um, but Olive and Oak was good. It, it's good, but it, it's a so say you can't make it to the city, <laughs> say you're visiting relatives and they live in the suburbs and you don't want to drive to the city um, or they don't do the city or whatever. Uh, Olive and Oak is a okay substitute for uh, Planner's House, but the drinks, it just sort of felt like they were aspiring to be Planner's House. Don't And I don't know why I think that, but they have a good burger, but I can't eat the buns because I'm gluten free because I have a gluten allergy. And, um, you know, the bun is, it looks delicious and everything, but I can really tell if you serve a good burger because I can't eat the bun. And uh, it was okay. It was okay. It wasn't bad. It, it, I enjoyed my meal. I'll go back. Um, but for me, it's a beautiful space, too. It's a new building they're in. It's really lovely and refurbished perfectly. The bathrooms were amazing. Uh, clean and modern, nice, but I'm going to tell you. And they've got a brewery in there, I think. It's nice. It's just if I hadn't been to Planner's House first, I would I would be less swayed because their menus are very similar and, and their aspirations more than anything are very similar. So anyway, check out Olive and Oak if you're in St. Louis. It's also tasty, but if you really want a, a nice meal and you're into steaks, you got to go to Hamilton's Urban Steakhouse. Or if you really just want like an old timey speak easy, crazy delicious drink, check out Planner's House. All right. So last night, uh, St. Louis crowned its first black female mayor, which I know a lot of people are going to be super excited about just that. Like that alone is all you need. Um, the first black female mayor makes a lot of people excited and for me quite frankly that bar is just too low but congratulations to Tashara Jones um not a lot of people voted that was really disappointing but that was sort of expected I mean of I think of the 200,000 people vote registered to vote in the city now granted it only has a population of 300,000 so of those uh, 300,000, 200,000 are registered to vote. And I, I'm, I'm no mathematician, but it looked like a very small number of people voted, like a total of four or 5,000 people voted. 
That's pretty sad. However, she got the win. And, you know, I I hope she does a great job. I really do. I The city, I don't believe uh, politicians and government are going to save our communities. But the things that they can put together uh, shouldn't hurt our communities more. You know, so I hope that, that she does a good job. And what I mean by the bar is low. Um, it's quite an accomplishment. I'm glad that she she won because it seems like something she really wanted. However, I this is probably not something that everybody knows about me, but I have a picture of an Oscar that I look at every day. And it has been my dream for I don't know how many years, I guess since I was in college, because I had a picture of an Oscar back in college <laughs> that I looked at every day. I want to be the first black, and this is sad because it's been 30 years. I want to be the first black female director to win uh, an Oscar uh, for best director. Also, best picture would be dope. You know, that I won two Oscars for something that I directed and produced. Um, But mainly just the first black female director best director Oscar has been a goal of mine and it hasn't even come close to being touched in 30 years that's sad but this isn't about me um so that's something that I want but it would be trash if my movies were bad you know what I mean who cares I don't want to win awards just because I'm black being black is a bonus I want to win the award because the movie was clearly the best I was clearly the best director of that particular project, and it was an amazing piece of work. I don't want any awards on anything that's trash. So, you know, being the first black anything means nothing if you don't do the work, if you're not impeccable. And that's what I learned at Howard University. You know, I don't I don't care what things look like on the surface. It only matters what things actually are. So I'm glad that she won. I really am. I'm a black female. I think it's amazing. Good for her. But it means nothing to me if she doesn't do an effective job as mayor. And this city has a ton of problems. Um, And I know I keep confusing you guys. I live in the county. County and city do different things. We have different leadership. It's just completely different. Populations are different. But crime is all over this area. And, you know, she's got to figure that out. She's got to figure out a financial infrastructure that's sustainable. You know, you she needs to figure out how to make the city appealing. If she can make it appealing to black female entrepreneurs, that's a win. So, I mean, and that's the number one market of people who are becoming entrepreneurs right now, black females. If you can entice people to move their businesses and companies here, that would be huge, you know? So there are things, and she needs to shore up education. She's going to get a ton of money from the government. And I just hope she does a, a fantastic job and leaves no doubt that not only was she the first black female uh, mayor, but she was the best choice. You know what I mean? And so that's a lot to put on a human, but, you know, you asked for it when you took the took the job. So good luck. And I, I'm really pulling for her. I really am. Uh, this city used to be world class, and we are far, far, far from that. So if she can restore the reputation of uh, of the metro, 
just with her work in the city, that would be extraordinary. But congratulations. And I, you know, I really wish her the best. It is historical, but history is nothing if you can't produce. And uh, there are just far too many people out here who are hung up on titles and, and, uh, you know, how things look and uh, just faking it, you know? There's just far too many people out here who don't really care about uh, helping or serving or doing anything like that. They just want to serve themselves. I think the modern politician's uh, motto is, why should I serve the people when I can serve myself? And, you know, I look for exceptions to that. There are some out there who are exceptional, and I hope she's one of them. So anyway, congratulations to her. She's got to fix that jail. Uh, Apparently, the downtown jail uh, doesn't have good locks. Of all the places in the world that you would think would have good locks, it would be a jail. But the inmates keep breaking out (laughs) with breaking out of their cells and cause of riots we've had two jail riots in uh god within four months it's only april that they did it in february i think and they're doing it again you know it's just it's a lot she's got a lot on her plate um let's see what else? i think i've been meaning to mention i don't know if i if i've referred you guys to the movie chef it's one of my all-time favorites it's a a little indie movie made by John Favreau so it's got like a bunch of stars in it because you know John Favreau has worked with everybody uh he's at he had an amazing launch with swingers and then he moved into like I want to say some of these comic book movies I I, I don't re- watch those so I, I know he's had a lot of success and he's worked with a lot of people so he got all these stars to agree to be in this movie and um he learned how to actually he went to like chef school cooking school and learned how to be a chef and you tell me when you watch that movie when you look at that grilled cheese that he makes if you don't suddenly fall in love in a inappropriate way with grilled cheese yeah that's one of my favorite movies I, I just keep every time I finish a podcast and I've recommended something to watch because you know it's hard to find something to watch these days you could literally stare at the screen on Netflix for 40 minutes trying to find something to watch. Chef is a good one. Again, I strongly recommend The White Tiger. It was uh, unsettling, and but very, very interesting. Uh, sort of reminds you of Parasite. If you haven't seen Parasite, check out Parasite. I don't know where that one's showing. I want to say Parasite is on HBO Max, but it's very good. Very, very good. Um, the Tina documentary is very good. Last night I caught uh, some of the Amy Winehouse documentary, which I think is one of the best ever made. Um, very, very good film. I really wasn't a huge Amy Winehouse fan before I watched the movie. And I remember when I watched the movie in 2015, you know, you back then you could rent things and you only get what a couple days of streaming with it. I watched it at least three times before I had to, before it, you know, stopped being available to view. And then I bought it. <laughs> so that lets you know I was really, really into it. She was one of the people who documented everything. Her and her friends just constantly have video cameras running uh, long before everybody could do it on their phones. So it's just fascinating how much of their lives and their friendships and just how much of her. Um, and she had a very short life, really. I think it goes from when she was 14 to 27 when she passed away so 
it's just a fascinating little uh, peek into a person's life who who would probably still be alive if she hadn't gotten famous. So, in fact, Amy Winehouse, the documentary, Amy, inspired uh, the Culprit Manifest's project, Fame Machine, because I pitched the idea to the group um, and to uh, Jeremy uh, Zeus, the rapper, uh, he wanted to he wanted to hop on some songs. I was like, cool, um, let's do a collaboration. And um, everybody got together. We hammered out these concepts. But I put out the initial concept like what what would it be like if someone got famous, got chewed up by the machine and washed up on the other side? You know, because the fame machine is something it, it jacks people up, man. You know, and uh, watching even watching it last night, I just felt so sad for her. You know, I think it happened to um, Whitney Houston also. Like when your family is involved in your career, they get used to those checks, man. And so you get injured or you're addicted and you need to stop working. And when your parents are your managers... They're, and they're used to living in the lap of luxury. They they like the lifestyle they have. They've got bills to pay. They make their money off you. They're not going to let you, you know, go into rehab. So it, it was fascinating. It's just a really great story. And I think Fame Machine is designed to listen um, from beginning to end because it starts with California Free. And I think it ends with uh, Staring at the Sun. And it's about somebody who got in their car and drove to California to make their dreams come true, got into some grimy, shady dealings, but also had some success. But they live to tell the story. And you've seen it over and over again. Uh, Britney Spears. I think women, too, have a harder time because we're not really wired to just get used, (laughs) you know, especially by our family members or people we love and trust. And they just keep pushing you out into the world, as, even though you're clearly broken. Um, but yeah, anyway, I think uh, Amy is an exceptional documentary. If you get a chance to watch that, uh, I think it's showing on Stars. I caught it on one of these channels uh, that I have, um, but it's somewhere in the world and you should watch it. You should find it. It's very good. Uh, the Tina documentary was very, very good. Um of course, if you're wanting to watch something heavy and depressing, the Woody Allen document series, uh, I think Allen versus uh, Pharaoh was on HBO Max. Very good. Um, yeah, those are those are that's enough to get you going, especially if you're just, you know, you got a weekend and you want to watch some a variety of things. Uh, there you have it. Those are my takes, and I've been meaning to recommend Chef if I haven't done it. If I did, I know it's been a while, but Chef is excellent, and it's low budget. And, uh, you know, it's the kind of movie that, uh, yeah, it's got the kind of Hollywood ending, uh, kind of sappy, but, you know, it's fun. It's a fun movie to watch. And I like things that require craft. So the fact that he had to learn how to be a chef to make it look uh, convincing, that's pretty cool. It was pretty cool. So anyway, that's all I got for you today. I hope everybody's doing well. Uh, Like I said, I am just pulling for everybody who's out here trying to do something and and be excellent at it. Um, And whether you're the first or whatever, just be the best. Be the most effective. 
I uh, I cannot stress to you enough. You know, I went to a, a historically black college and university. I went to Howard University. They shoot the mighty mighty. And listen, they pushed us, but they were also very realistic. And I, I haven't lost any of those lessons. And one of them was, listen, we love you here. And this, you know, thing you're doing, this mediocre thing you're doing, because I had a class, I think I told you guys, uh, I had a class where <laughs> the teacher wanted to videotape us. It was a speech class. And I don't know what happened, but collectively, we just weren't together. The first two or three people to present weren't good. And she got mad and she turned off, uh, I think her name was Professor Clink Scales. She turned off the um, camera and she looked at us and she was like, man, she read us the right act. And and not in a, a yelling, screaming way, but in a, you know, I'm just going to keep it real with y'all. This was terrible. You all are doing terribly. And she just broke it down. She's like, listen, this is Howard University. We love you here. But it's not like that in the real world. When you are a person of color, you have to go out and be twice as good as your white counterpart at everything just to, you know, break even. People aren't going to give you a ton of credit for being the best just because you showed up and you're black, you know. You, you're getting a false sense of reality here at Howard because this is not the world. And she just lit into us for about 10 minutes. She roasted us and then she walked out. And so we sat there like, is she going to come back? You know, and then it was like, I don't want to not be here. If she comes back, but she wasn't coming back. <laughs> and she gave us that speech. And, um, you know, it was a Tuesday, Thursday class. So it was a 90 minute class. So we we left eventually. And Thursday, everybody came prepared, you know, because you didn't want to let her down and you certainly didn't want another ass roasting like that. Um, After all, we were still, you know, 19, 20 year old kids. Nobody really wanted to just get ripped new one by a professor. And we didn't want to disappoint her or ourselves. So we came in prepared. And, um, you know, that's the point I'm making. Just be exceptional. And I think we've even moved past the point now where it's just, that just applies to being a person of color out in the world. I mean, if you're a woman, it applies. You, we don't get the same breaks. You know, if we have a bad day, you know, there's there's all any number of insulting things men will say to us. You know, uh, so just be exceptional. Just do the work. Do the work. If everybody was just committed to doing the work and doing their absolute best. You know, and I get it. Everybody's best ain't as high as mine, you know. And what I mean by that is I have a standard of excellence that's probably a lot higher than other people's. But that's okay. Just try. (laughs) Sometimes you look at situations, you're like, I don't even think you're trying. So anyway, that's that's partly how I've developed this whole thing of just be your best. Because I sign off with that because I want that for you. And I I know how good it feels when you actually are doing your very best and you're getting the results you want. It feels amazing. And so when I say that, I'm not trying to pressure you to like just be perfect. I'm trying to encourage you to always be out here giving everything you have to every single day. You literally don't have any time to waste. We're not here that long. And we're talking legacy here. What? How do you want to be remembered? You want to be remembered as a person who was just 
you know, not great at something or mediocre or average or terrible even, you know? So anyway, when I say that, I'm not at all trying to pressure you to be perfect. I'm trying to encourage you to, to give it everything you have because that's why we're here, I think, you know? All right. I was signing off and then I told that story and now I'm signing off for real. I hope you have an excellent day, a wonderful day, a day filled with love and hope and kindness and joy, you know, get some laughs in. One thing I can say, I have a good laugh every day. And uh, yeah, apparently that's extending your life. So I will live forever. (laughs) See? (laughs) All right. Have a great, great day. Be your best. So you know they gotta have it, can't give it free Gotta charge your feet, make believe it's needed by an automatic uh, All eyes on me, gotta sacrifice time and privacy Me and Papa about to play hide and seek Go steal a Royce Royce fan and driving streets So, now the money's in play, keep a hundred in case Feeling sly, wanna buy the whole place Now the honey's in the days, the haters constipated Looking funny in the face, wait he expresses as a taste, he moving too fast, he exceeds as a space. Smith and Wesson just in case, lunatics lose it, gotta keep my family safe, Hey, It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins, taking over, it's changing me. It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins, taking over, it's changing me. It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins, taking over, it's changing me. It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins, taking over. So now you got the fame, now they know your name, but you swear you never changed, huh? But that was all vain, cause now they know your name and now that is all changed, uh. I'll find a cow, I'm on a Saint Thomas Aquinas until Judas Roots with the pirates. Accusing Zeus of defiance, trying to knock him off his feet cause he beat the highest. But my mystique's Messiah, supreme ethereal being, I'm pleading peace and quiet. I beseech the liars who can't reach the pyre, I'm gonna meet the fire, but we need the needle cause we love the fame, we need the drug, we need the fix, we need the buzz, I'm a fiend it seems, I need it cause, uh. It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over, it's changing me. It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over, it's changing me. It's the fame machine. It's the fame machine. So, can you handle pressure? Can you motivate yourself to channel extra effort? Or will you keep pleasure? Living in heaven, having to watch your own legend. Cocaine with coke vein, no pain but more prone to throat things Like Chris Brown pissed at his old dame The fame being the reason your whole soul changed But when your fandom cheers, you shine in that light like a chandelier Can you tame the beast? Should I know I can, man, I came to feast In a Porsche with suicide doors Parked in me winehouse, but do I die for? Huh. Truly I'm foreign, it's all bad apples like fruit and I'm orange It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over, it's changing me It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over, it's changing me Fame machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over, it's changing me. It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over.
What you say your soul or ass like a no Kardashian show? Huh. I'll go for fame like a pro and have the masses follow your actions around the globe. Either way, the blade favors none. Ask MJ what is facing up. Ask Miley Cyrus why she plays a slut. Yo, ask OJ, hey, who made you run? Huh. Fame, running plays for scum, money pays for some. A hundred ways to stun. I know I've done it as a favor like maybe once back when I wasn't born in 1981. Huh. Call me crazy, but I'm paid up front. I played to Beijing for an Asian lunch. Private planes, trains, and on the way you're blunt. Let me get these in Dubai, my favorite son. One. It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over, it's changing me. It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over, it's changing me. It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over, it's changing me. It's the fame machine.